Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. You know, there's nothing like being a winner. Lieutenant General Mike Flynn has always been a winner in the view of this program. And I'm watching his other hosts, TV and radio, rallying around the man now. I mean, they kept their distance from him. The day Mr. Flynn was fired, I objected strenuously behind this microphone. Strenuously. As somebody who had served in the Justice Department at the highest level, Chief of Staff to Attorney General, and I said then, and I will say today, he was set up. Remember that, Mr. Producer? Remember that show? When he was fired, there was one voice that said, this is an injustice, my voice. Because I knew he was set up. And that's why in March of 2017, with all the leaks going on, I knew the president was being set up, and I knew the leaks were coming from the FBI, because I have a background in this stuff, as does our next guest, Sidney Powell, who's been such an outstanding lawyer on behalf of General Flynn, who really led the effort to get to the bottom of all this, and thank God we have a, 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 a man of integrity now as Attorney General of the United States, who is unflappable when it comes to his beliefs in the rule of law. Sidney Powell, how are you? Sidney Powell there, Mr. Producer? She should be. Well, I don't hear her, do you? All right, he can't do anything. He's telling me she's there and I don't hear her. Well, Sidney Powell is supposed to be on the program and hopefully Mr. Producer will figure out how to get her on the air short enough, but right now I think she's waiting on a phone trying to get on the air. But let me give, it's a live show, it's the way it is. Let me give you some background here. Today, the Justice Department moved to drop its case against former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn in a stunning development. This is the way it's written up. It's not a stunning development. It's the right development. Sidney Powell, are you there right now? I am here. Thank you, Mark. All right, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Anyway, um, Sidney... First things first, I assume you've talked to General Flynn. What was his... Yes, we were, we were together what, what today was, as it all was, happened. What were his first words to you? Uh, we just gave each other a big hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a man who really... You know, you serve your country for 33 years at the highest levels of military intelligence. And then the next thing you know, you're being prosecuted. It, yes, it, for something it, it, that's not true. For, for a lie. Um, 
General Flynn wasn't conspiring with the Russians about anything, was he? No, he wasn't. We know now that the FBI cleared him of absolutely everything in early January 2017, both the FARA issues, the Foreign Agent Registration Act issues, and the Russia issues. That document apparently is attached to the filing the government made today. I haven't even had a chance to look at all the documents attached to it yet. Mm -hmm. It's quite obvious to me that the Attorney General of the United States did not trust the senior level of the FBI. He did not trust the prosecutors in this case. He brought in his own prosecutor, a U.S. attorney from Eastern District of Missouri. Uh, He looked at the information himself, and he obviously ordered the release of some of the documents. He was probably appalled by what he saw, and I want the American people to know this is his second time around, Bill Barr, as attorney general. Uh, Then he sees these additional documents. There's absolutely no predicate whatsoever to have investigated General Flynn, was there? No, there was no basis at all. In fact, the notes of the own agents reflect that they had a meeting in which they were talking about looking for something, trying to create something to prosecute him or get him fired. That's right. They were trying to create a basis for investigating him. Now, Sally Yates was the former Deputy Attorney General, the Acting Attorney General, in the transition between the Obama presidency and the Trump presidency. And she was in on this, too, for a period of time, wasn't she? she she's concocted oh, the Logan definitely. Act, which has never really been used to do anything. Tell everybody about her role. Yes, well, she went running over to the White House to wave the flag at White House counsel after General Flynn's interview and and scream about the Logan Act and assert that he might be prosecuted or could be blackmailed by Russia or something, when they all knew from the information we have now that the Logan Act was a total baloney sort of charge. Nobody's ever been prosecuted under it and or convicted under it in the almost 200-year history. So they all knew that was bogus from the beginning. We now have more documents that show that. And apparently, uh, Byron York is reporting that that Sally Oates said that she got that idea from President Obama about the phone call. You know, uh, it's a funny thing. Since day one, I've said behind this microphone and my various appearances on Fox, again, as somebody had served at Justice and at the White House, it is not possible that Barack Obama didn't know a whole lot more than even other people are saying. He has these briefings twice a day on security issues. Uh, There is no way you're sending spies into opposing campaign without alerting the President of the United States of what you're doing. There is no way when you're you're targeting then the President-elect of the United States that Obama doesn't know about it. And Sidney Powell, I know he knew a lot because a lot of it was leaked in the newspaper. All he had to do was read it. Well, that plus the struck page text messages tell us that the White House was running it and the White House wanted to know everything. So how does, how, it's almost rhetorical. Here you have Barack Obama, he leaves the presidency, becomes a multimillionaire. They say he's never had a scandal. None of this would be possible, would it, without a compliant press that's out to destroy Trump and his surrogates and build up Obama and Biden and so forth. Right? If we had a real press in this country, this wouldn't have taken this long, would it? No, it would not have. I mean, our our mainstream medias or lamestream medias, we should call it, has become simply a, a shill for the Democratic National Party operatives, apparently, and all they know how to do is lie. Then we see that this Rod Rosenstein, in his uh, 
authorizing the Mueller investigation, which never had a legal basis for any investigation under the regulations of the Department of Justice. Nonetheless, he includes Mike Flynn as one of the people who should be investigated. That's pretty damn shocking, is it not? Uh, Yes, especially since the FBI had cleared him repeatedly. And I was absolutely appalled when I saw that letter and the insipid basis for it. What is the message to the American people out here when an FBI conducts itself this way? Uh, Well, it needs a major culture change. I'm, I'm hopeful that today's step by Attorney General Barr and the integrity of the people he appointed to review the file and the prosecutors and the agents who did dig up the truth and have now exposed it is a huge step in the right direction toward restoring public trust in the department and the FBI. But, I mean, we have a long way to go, particularly with the FBI, because it's just been damaged. I don't even think anybody in Washington realizes how much the American people have have their trust in it has been absolutely destroyed by the conduct they've witnessed, and especially against General Flynn, because anybody who knows him knows him as an honest and honorable person who has dedicated his life in service to this country. And yet we have Robert Ray as the head of the FBI. He seems meek. He seems passive. He seems like he's part of the good old boys network. He doesn't seem like he wants to get the bottom of very much to me, does he, to you? No, in fact, uh, Mr. Ray was Andrew Weissman's supervisor when mm-hmm. Ray and Weissman were at the Department of Justice, and Weissman was running roughshod over everybody in Houston, leading the Enron Task Force, destroying Arthur Anderson and 85,000 jobs, and sending four Merrill Lynch executives to prison on an indictment that criminalized an innocent business transaction while he hid the evidence that showed they were innocent for six years. And you wrote an entire book on this, and I had you on my show to discuss it as well. Yes, you did. I want to I pursue this a little bit further. It is not good enough, Sidney Powell, and I'm not lecturing you. I'm the last to lecture you. You should be lecturing us. But it is not good enough that this case is dismissed and we're waiting for Judge Sullivan to uh, give it the uh, rubber stamp, I hope. The people who perpetrated this fraud on the Trump administration, on General Flynn, on this country must be pursued, because if they're not pursued, this sort of thing is going to happen again. Do you agree with me? I agree with you wholeheartedly. They they must be prosecuted because there is evidence of crimes that they committed, such as obstruction of justice, false statements to other FBI agents themselves. They've lied to the court repeatedly. Uh, their denial of Brady material at every turn is obviously belied by the disclosures we've gotten in the last 10 days. I mean, extraordinary disclosures that just lay bare the lies and and misconduct of the FBI agents and the prosecutors. It's extraordinary. Shouldn't shouldn't Judge Sullivan? Everything that should never happen here, everything that should never happen here, happened in this case. Now, Judge Sullivan's been around the block a few few decades. He knows how to how to bring people to justice. A lot of this happened in his courtroom. You say uh, the Brady material. They denied the Brady material. That happened in his courtroom. It did. I was stunned. So the question is, will the judge, even though he didn't put out an order, maybe he did put out an order, will a judge seek from you or on his own accord to take a look at whether these prosecutors should be held in contempt of court? Do we know? I would certainly hope so. 
I mean, he's advocated for that to be done in other situations, and I've never seen a more egregious situation than this one. I mean, this makes the Ted Stevens case look insignificant. And by the way, Sidney Powell, over at the Constipated News Network and MSLSD, they think this is a miscarriage of justice. (laughs) They obviously don't bother themselves with the facts of the case. I mean, we know that General Flynn's guilty plea was neither knowing nor voluntary. He was not informed of anything that was actually real or true. He was lied to repeatedly in many ways by many people. And then his he was son, his son's very life was threatened with imprisonment for on no basis whatsoever, and he had just had a four month old baby. I mean, Mr. Van Grack promised him to spend his rest of, the rest of his life in prison, and to get the Manafort treatment with being indicted the next day, him and his son, if he didn't enter his plea of guilty right then. I look at Flynn. I look at Papadopoulos. That poor guy. I mean, uh, he didn't know what hit him. Stone, I'm no friend of Stone's. He doesn't know what hit him. You look at Manaford, these are a, a garden variety routine U.S. attorney investigations if they wanted to in the Eastern District of uh, Virginia. And they use that to try and get Manaford to, uh, to uh, plead against uh, the President of the United States. The problem was the President of the United States didn't do anything. Exactly, but they were also trying to trigger an obstruction by the the president. They were trying to set him up for an obstruction charge by attacking those closest to him. And that's what they tried to do also with General Flynn. Uh, they had to prosecute General Flynn to have the and keep the obstruction hoax going for the Mueller investigation, because it was all based on that conversation Comey had with the president on February 14th, the day after Flynn left the White House. I started to use this phrase that got picked up, a soft coup, you know, as opposed to a military or violent coup, a soft coup or a silent coup. And uh, I would ask you this. This was a silent coup effort, wasn't it? It was exactly that, something that should never happen in this country ever, ever. It was the attempt to unseat a duly elected president because the people in power in our law enforcement institutions did not like the choice. They wouldn't have gone after Mike Flynn if he wasn't connected to Trump. They wouldn't have gone after Papadopoulos. They wouldn't have gone after uh, any of them, but for their no, connections the, to Trump. The, the documents they rely on even say that they targeted him because he was with the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to take for the American people to rise up. Yeah, it's but take I, prosecution. No, no but, but I'm talking are... about the population. I don't know what it's going to yes. take for the American people to rise up against this sort of thing, because this was, this is like third world banana republic stuff, isn't it? It totally, it absolutely is. I think they're about to rise up in response to all this COVID nonsense. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I mean, telling Americans that they can't work, I mean, how is that possibly legal? I don't, I don't understand that at all. No, it's not. It, it's not. No, I know. It's absolutely unconstitutional and an absolute outrage. And I'm from Dallas, where a woman went to jail two days oh, ago. Yes for opening her but Sydney? salon and trying to feed her family. I'm so angry with yep. Governor Abbott. And All right, Sydney. I want to stay focused on this. I understand. What I'm sa- the law takes time to catch up, doesn't it? Yes. The courts take time to catch up. And the FBI knew that, didn't it? Oh, yes. And you know what the and FBI didn't count on? They didn't count on Sydney Powell. They didn't count on Sydney Powell. 
you're never going to get it, but you get the award for the attorney of the year, as far as I'm concerned. Thank we don't you. we don't have Pulitzer prizes, you know. They give them to themselves on the left. They give Pulitzer right. prizes. They give out Oscars and everything else. Yes. You're the attorney of the year, and let me tell you something. If you were liberal, and this had been done to a liberal, they'd have a ticker tape parade for you. Well, this is my way of having a ticker tape parade for you, and I can't thank you enough. Well, thank you so much, Mark. I mean, you've been instrumental in this process also. Your support means so much to the general and his whole family. We really appreciate it, and your supporters have been amazing. You all helped the Defense Fund, which made our fight possible. We can't thank you enough either. And please give my best to him and his family from my family and from the entire Levin family radio audience, would you please? I will do that right now. All right. God bless to all of you. And thank you, Sydney. And she's right about these governors, too. But I wanted to stay on the, the Michael Flynn issue. That's Michael Flynn today. Now, I listen to this and I think about this and I say, oh, my God. If the FBI can do this to a, to a general in good standing, a hero. If the FBI can do this to him. If the FBI can do this to the President of the United States, then we got to shut some things down. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If you and your family are finding yourself at home with extra time on your hands these days, I know an excellent way to fill it. Take a free online course from Hillsdale College. Hillsdale offers dozens of online courses on topics including the U.S. Constitution, economics, history, and literature. Right in your own home, on demand, and absolutely free of charge. Hillsdale students learn the inspiring history of America. Now you can, too, with Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Great American Story, A Land of Hope. Learning and teaching our children about America's past is essential for preserving liberty in the future. Register right now to take this free online course, The Great American Story. It's a production masterpiece, and it paints a picture of America as a land of hope founded on high principles. This course and dozens of others on a variety of topics are available to you and your family for free right now. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There was no reason to investigate General Flynn. There was no reason to investigate Papadopoulos. There's no reason to investigate Carter Page. There was no reason to investigate Roger Stone. There was no reason to investigate Paul Manafort. Remember, Russia collusion. And by God, there was no reason to investigate the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, a massive coup effort. This is what this is. This is what this was. And they're not done. I'll be right back. If you and your family are finding yourself at home with extra time on your hands these days, I know an excellent way to fill it. Take a free online course from Hillsdale College. Hillsdale offers dozens of online courses on topics, including the U.S. Constitution, economics, history, and literature. Right in your own home, on demand, and absolutely free of charge. Hillsdale students learn the inspiring history of America. Now you can, too, with Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Great American Story, A Land of Hope. 
Learning and teaching our children about America's past is essential for preserving liberty in the future. Register right now to take this free online course, The Great American Story. It's a production masterpiece, and it paints a picture of America as a land of hope founded on high principles. This course and dozens of others on a variety of topics are available to you and your family for free right now. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Do you ever talk back to your radio? Then you must be listening to Mark Levin. Pick up the phone and call 877-381-3811. Well, Byron York is definitely on to something here. A page in the, uh, in the court papers that were just released. I want to read this to you. This is declassified by the FBI on May 6th. By my calculation, that's yesterday. Yates, this is the acting attorney general, but deputy attorney general of the United States under Obama. Yates first learned of the December 2016 calls between Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and Russian ambassador to the United States, Sergei Kislyak, on January 5, 2017, while in the Oval Office. Yates, along with then-FBI Director James Comey, then CIA Director John Brennan, and then Director of National Intelligence James Clapper. Well, there you are. There's the mob. We're at the White House to brief members of the Obama administration on the classified intelligence community assessment on Russian activities in recent U.S. elections. President Obama was joined by his National Security Advisor Susan Rice and others from the National Security Council. After the briefing, Obama dismissed the group but asked Yates and Comey to stay behind. Obama started by saying he had learned, quote, learned of the information about Flynn, unquote, in his conversation with Kislyak about sanctions. Obama specified he did not want any additional information on the matter, but was seeking information on whether the White House should be treating Flynn any differently, given the information. At that point, Yates had no idea what the president was talking about, but figured it out based on the conversation. Yates recalled Comey mentioning the Logan Act. I can't recall if he specified there was an investigation, period. Now, Mr. Producer in America, President Donald Trump was impeached on a perfectly fine phone call with the Ukrainian president. Listen to this, what I just read to you. And keep something in mind. He asked... He asked those two to stay behind, Yates and Comey. The president was briefed. What exactly was he briefed on? They don't tell us. They briefed him on what was taking place. Now look who's in the meeting, Clapper and Brennan and Rice and Comey. And Yates, and by the way, Biden was in the meeting too. This is a smoking gun. Smoking gun of what, Mark? This is a smoking gun that should lead to the interrogation of Barack Obama. His own FBI. And what does he mean the President of the United States says, don't tell me anymore? Don't tell me anymore? 
That's incredible. He wants to be able to say he didn't know anything? How is it that Donald Trump is impeached on a perfectly fine phone call where there's nothing in that phone call? Nothing that rises to the level of even a question mark, and yet they turn this into the crime of the century. And Barack Obama's in a meeting with all these other people. Have there been investigations of this meeting? Have Comey and Brennan and Yates and Clapper and Rice, have they been put under oath and asked about this? Maybe Mr. Dorm's working on it. How about Obama? You know, the funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, ex-presidents cannot assert presidential privileges. Now, can they? No, they can't. How many reporters will be asking Obama about this? None. None. They put spies in the Trump campaign, felonious leaks to the press, felonious unmasking of Trump supporters, fraud committed against the FISA court on four different occasions, and they impeach Trump over a perfectly fine phone call. Meanwhile, Obama acts like he's Helen Keller. But he's not Helen Keller. They say he's a pretty smart guy. They say he's a guy who wants to know facts. He wants to know information. They're handing out Pulitzer Prizes to people who got the Russia hoax completely wrong. Will Barack Obama make himself available to Mr. Dorham for an interview? How about Joe Biden? He was in the meeting too. Will he make himself available for an interview? The Logan Act is a nothing act, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even constitutional. It's been used twice in 200 years and failed twice. But it hasn't been used in God knows how many years now, 100 years? So that was a pretext. They had to look for something. They had nothing. Nothing on General Flynn. And then you have these morons on TV. Well, he lied. Well, he lied. Well, he lied. No, he didn't. He couldn't remember specific things that were discussed or even specific phone calls. Imagine that. So he should go to prison for 20 years, right? Incredible. Appalling. Where are these reprobates now? Brennan works for one of the cable channels. Maybe it's NBC. I don't recall. Clapper, same things. Comey is celebrated by the media and the comedian shows at night. Yates has gone underground. I don't know where she is. And the Democrats are nominating Joe Biden to be president. Where are the Obamas? Issuing little snippets attacking the President of the United States. You know, it is amazing that Donald Trump became President of the United States. Even despite the typical obstacles to an outsider winning. Truly. You literally had federal law enforcement and the federal intelligence agencies and the White House and the State Department, we've learned later, in a cabal to try and stop Trump from getting elected as president of the United States. Sabotaging his campaign. Sabotaging his presidency. The idea that they would unleash a special counsel to investigate the president of the United States is unbelievable. 
Unbelievable what they did to this man. You know damn well, General Flint, Papadopoulos, Page, Stone, Manafort, they wouldn't have been bothered but for the fact that they were attached to Trump. Look what his family went through. Look what they did to him. And all this information gets out, no thanks to the New York Times. No thanks to the Washington Post or NBC or ABC or CBS. No thanks to MSNBC or CNN. They're all quite dour today. Their chins are on the ground. They're dragging them. They're very upset because slowly but surely, and unfortunately it'll take time, slowly but surely, this entire silent coup will unravel in public view. And I'm here to tell you right now that one of the most courageous, moral, ethical, principled men who has ever served in our federal government is right now the Attorney General of the United States. The Attorney General of the United States. He knows exactly what the hell took place here. And he knows that they will attack him, they already held him in contempt, that they'll try and ruin his reputation, they'll try and pretend that he's some kind of a hack. He's no hack at all. Quite the opposite. He's trying to figure out what took place here, and he's bringing in United States attorneys who he can trust. He's bringing in outsiders. This should tell you a lot. There's main justice in Washington, D.C. He's bringing in U.S. attorneys with stellar reputations to try and figure out what took place here. And they're figuring it out. They're figuring it out. And even though he comes under significant abuse, and he's been abused by me over the years, this guy Michael Horowitz, the Inspector General of the Department of Justice, I don't agree with all of his conclusions, but without subpoena power... He's gotten a lot of information, and he's gotten a lot of information right. It is amazing. The Republicans control the Senate. They control the Senate Intelligence Committee. They never dug into this. The Senate Judiciary Committee, busy sending letters left and right. The Democrats with their committees. It's like the second coming of Joseph Stalin. The Republicans with their committees, it's like, who cares? It's appalling. You know what? I admire this president more and more with every day that goes by. This kind of thing swirling around him, what they've tried to do to him. I'm telling you. And the people around him, this General Flynn... You know, I was at odds with the White House when they fired him. I was the only one. I said, no, this isn't right. He didn't lie. He may not have remembered properly. I've seen this sort of thing happen before. It made no sense to me. None. Go back and listen to my shows back then. They're all archived. And go back and listen to everybody else's. See, see uh, how lonely it was. It doesn't matter. I'm not worried about lonely, not lonely. <clears throat> I've been social distancing most of my life, Mr. Producer. Definitely socialist distancing. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. 
If you and your family are finding yourself at home with extra time on your hands these days, I know an excellent way to fill it. Take a free online course from Hillsdale College. Hillsdale offers dozens of online courses on topics, including the U.S. Constitution, economics, history, and literature. Right in your own home, on demand, and absolutely free of charge. Hillsdale students learn the inspiring history of America. Now you can, too, with Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Great American Story, A Land of Hope. Learning and teaching our children about America's past is essential for preserving liberty in the future. Register right now to take this free online course, The Great American Story. It's a production masterpiece, and it paints a picture of America as a land of hope founded on high principles. This course and dozens of others on a variety of topics are available to you and your family for free right now. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. I will be on Hannity on Fox tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. If I were you, I wouldn't miss it. I'm not. In fact, I'm going to be there. 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I will be on Fox on Hannity tonight. I hope you will join us. It's a very, very important time in this country's history. What else are you going to watch? What the hell else is out there, Mr. Producer? Reruns of the 1998 World Series? Or UFC 12? Oh, my God. How's ESPN even going to survive? I don't know. Some of you are in desperate shape. I understand that. And obviously, this is not intended for you. This is intended for people who can participate. And we've tried to make it easier for those of you who can participate to actually do so. We have never, ever discounted the price like this. And you might say, that's because you need to, Mark. No, we actually don't. Levin TV and Blaze TV Network are growing. But I want as many of you as possible and to encourage as many of you as possible to join us. To join us. There are no holds bar. None. No breaks. Do it any way I want to do it. So that's levintv.com, promo code LEVIN. Yes, indeed. Barack Milhouse, Benito Obama. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Court papers released. And you know, it took Byron York to find it. Where's Philip Bump? I don't know. Where's Maggie Haberman? I don't know. Well, the Pulitzer Prize winners at the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost. Nowhere. Where are those great Democrat reporters at CNN and MSNBC? They're nowhere. And they won't even tell you about this. Many of them used to work in the Obama administration. Many of their spouses, significant others, and friends have worked in the Obama administration. They're certainly not going to report about themselves. But I want to read this to you again. This is from the FBI, declassified by FBI C58WA8B61 yesterday. It's entitled, Yates' Awareness of the Flynn-Kislyak Calls. Remember, Yates was the Deputy Attorney General in the Obama Justice Department, the Acting Attorney General during the transition. Quote, Yates first learned of the December 2016 calls between Lieutenant General Michael Flynn 
and Russian Ambassador to the United States, Sergei Kislyak, on January 5, 2017, while in the Oval Office. While in the Oval Office. Yates, along with then-FBI Director James Comey, then-CIA Director John Brennan, and then-Director of National Intel James Clapper, were at the White House to brief members of the Obama administration on the classified intelligence community assessment on Russian activities in recent U.S. elections. President Obama was joined by his National Security Advisor, Susan Rice, and others from the National Security Council. After the briefing, he dismissed the group but asked Yates and Comey to stay behind. And Obama, start, Obama started by saying he had learned the information about Flynn and his conversation with Kislyak about sanctions. What took place? What took place in this meeting exactly? I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Here's what we know. The Russians interfered in our election. The Iranians interfered in our election. The Chinese government interfered in our election. The North Korean government interfered in our election. But when your own government interferes... In an election, it's far more dangerous than all the rest of that combined. The Obama administration interfered in the election, spied on the opposition party candidate. The dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. Obama's the putative head of the DNC. Like clockwork, evidence was falsified and presented to the FISA court, which on four occasions issued warrants to spy on Carter Page. Not that they were interested in Carter Page, but Carter Page texts and emails and has phone calls with other people, and they have texts and emails and phone calls with other people. It was a way to get in the back door. An FBI agent, a lawyer, Changed an email. Changed an email to make it look like Carter Page had never been in, in a, had never been assisting the FBI when in fact he was. We have leaks to the media about these investigations from the director of the FBI, the deputy director of the FBI, the general counsel to the FBI, two top agents to the FBI. Shocking. They seek to take out General Flynn. And they succeed. They look at the 25th Amendment to try and gather support to remove the President of the United States. They fail, but they try. 
They provide information to the media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, for which they're awarded all kinds of journalistic awards because the media are aiding and abetting. Having failed to defeat Donald Trump for the presidency, they sought to remove him. There was absolutely no legal authority for the appointment of Robert Mueller as special counsel. None. And I hate to say this because I've known him for decades. But significant blame deserves to go to Jeff Sessions. You can see Attorney General Barr. Attorney General Barr would never recuse himself. Because he knows the game that the Democrats play. Rod Rosenstein had no relationship to the president or the administration. He's a bureaucrat. He's a bureaucrat. Now when you see the authorization that he gave the Mueller, it was outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. You now see Clapper, who's been on TV kind of quiet lately. Brennan, who was on TV kind of quiet lately. Pushing the media. And pushing their narrative when they were involved in this. Big meeting January 5th in the Oval Office of the White House. This is what we need to get to the bottom of. This is what we need to get to the bottom of. Susan Rice, on January 20, 2017, President Trump's inaugural day, sent an email to herself at 12.15 p.m., 15 minutes after Trump was inaugurated and a few minutes after she left the White House. Something was bothering her. She sent an email to herself because she thought wrongly that that would be contemporaneous evidence of clean hands. It's contemporaneous evidence of dirty hands. And the meeting included apparently a discussion of the Steele dossier and the FBI's investigation. And in her email she wrote, President Obama began the conversation by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue is handled by the intelligence and law enforcement communities, quote, by the book, unquote. Now people have focused on why would she say that, but I want to focus on another part of that sentence. How would Obama know to begin the conversation by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue is handled by intel and law enforcement communities by the book? That means he knew more prior to that meeting. Because, you see, his commitment is a continuing commitment. Got it? The president stressed that he's not asking about, initiating, or instructing anything from a law enforcement perspective. He reiterated that our law enforcement team needs to proceed as it normally would by the book. But it didn't proceed as it normally would by the book. She goes on. From a national security perspective, however, President Obama said he wants to be sure that as we engage with the incoming team... We're mindful to ascertain if there is any reason that we cannot share information fully as it relates to Russia. Now remember, she's writing this 15 minutes after Donald Trump was inaugurated president of the United States. What she's afraid of and what they're afraid of is now that they lost the election, which they were damn sure they were going to win. 
Now the Obama team was out. The Trump team was in. And they would have access to all this information. And they were worried about Flynn. Because Flynn knew his way around. And as the president's national security advisor, he might well get to the bottom of some of this. Another part of the email says this. The president asked Comey to inform him if anything changes in the next few weeks that should affect how we share classified information with the incoming team. Comey said he would. I take that language to be a cover-up. Now, when she was sent this letter, a letter, February 8, 2018, by the Committee on the Judiciary, the United States Senate, chaired by Charles Grassley, they write, It strikes us as odd that among your activities in the final moments on the final day of the administration, you would feel the need to send yourself such an unusual email purporting to document a conversation involving President Obama and his interactions with the FBI regarding the Trump-Russia investigation. In addition, despite your claim that President Obama repeatedly told Mr. Comey to proceed by the book, substantial questions have arisen about whether officials at the FBI, as well as the Department of Justice and State Department, actually did proceed by the book. You wouldn't write an email like that to yourself if you weren't worried about anything. And you wouldn't write an email like that 16 days after the meeting and 15 minutes after Trump is inaugurated. Would you? Susan Rice, you see. Now, to believe the media and to believe these people, you have a rogue FBI... You have a rogue Department of Justice, you've got a rogue CIA, you've got a rogue Director of National Intelligence, and a rogue National Security Council. And apparently, Obama knew nothing at all. You have leaks to the media from top levels of the FBI and the intel agencies, and Obama doesn't know anything because apparently he doesn't read newspapers. Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for the dossier, a complete hit job. And the putative head of the DNC, Obama, knows nothing about it. The presidential briefings every day were to believe never mentioned any of this. It was so important that they had a meeting on January 5th, whether or not to share information. So worried. The top intel officers and the head of the FBI and the head of the Department of Justice were meeting in Obama's Oval Office. So worried about it, were they? that apparently didn't even show up in the presidential briefings every day. Those documents will be key. I've been saying that from day one. Comey, the head of the FBI. Brennan, the head of the CIA. Clapper, the director of national intelligence. Lynch, the Department of Justice. Apparently they never bothered to say a word to Obama. Except in this meeting, some of them. Not about FISA applications, not about FISA warrant approvals, not about inserting spies in the Trump campaign. Prior to January 5th, nothing. Not about the dossier, nothing. 
And Obama's Helen Keller. He's deaf, dumb, and blind. He's not reading newspapers. He's not watching TV. doesn't know about any of the leaks that are taking place from the FBI and other operations to their favorite media outlets. And you see now the media outlets are invested in this, ladies and gentlemen. Any investigation would turn up them, as a matter of fact. And poor General Flint. They threaten his son. He loses his home. Loses everything he and his family have saved. And it's not a whole lot. He's a general after all. Obama never liked him. Because he was a real general. Not some candy ass. And they took him out. Peter Stroke made sure of it. In my view, Peter Stroke should be behind bars. He should be behind bars. Isn't it amazing that Shelley Luther, I believe that's her name, the lady in Dallas who opened her salon, was thrown in jail for seven days? And James Comey still walking the streets? And Brennan and Clapper still walking the streets? Stroke still walking the streets. Is it amazing? It's disgusting. And this guy, Adam Schiff, we really need to focus on this guy. We really need to focus on this guy. This guy is clearly a Marxist-Leninist, in my humble opinion. Power is all he cares about. He is a very sick and evil man. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. You know what's funny? It's really not funny. It's sickening. You can look at the mindset, even with this coronavirus, the mindset of the left. If you're a civil libertarian, how you can be a Democrat today is beyond my comprehension. If you're a college student or even a high school student, graduate student, if you're in your 20s or 30s and you thought the authoritarian party or the authoritarian philosophy was conservatism, you were sadly mistaken, weren't you? You were sadly mistaken. 
I remember the day, I'm old enough to remember the day when there were Democrats out there who would be helping us lead the charge to uncover these issues. I remember the day when there were actual journalists, not in conservative sites and publications, but who would be leading the day, leading the way to get to the bottom of this information. And then when you look and you see There were five entities that interfered in our election. The Russians, the Chinese, the Iranians, and the North Koreans. And they ought to be punished for it. And the Obama administration. And it's the last one that worries me the most. We cannot have a government that tries to sabotage the opposition party and their candidate by putting spies into their campaign. We cannot have that. That is busy unmasking illegally American citizens looking for Trump supporters among them and then leaking their names to David Iglesias or other people, Ignatius rather, and other people in the media committing felonies. We cannot have an FBI that conspires to remove a sitting president under the 25th Amendment. So stupid was McCabe, he didn't understand that he never had a chance. But it doesn't matter. And quite frankly, we cannot have a FISA court that even to this day has held nobody in contempt. It is a disgrace, that FISA court. A disgrace. It doesn't work. And the federal judges who are on it from time to time, you're a disgrace. You were informed about this. You read the newspapers. I, Landmark Legal Foundation filed a notice with you in the court, and you blew it off. You blew it off. Now, we don't have a smoking gun here. We have a smoking Gatlin gun. And the more information we get, the uglier it is. This is why Adam Schiff has spent months and months and months trying to cover up Almost 60 documents that have now been declassified by the Director of National Intelligence and the other intelligence agencies for release. We still don't have them. Now he says, okay, we'll release them. Those should be fascinating. My fingers are crossed that U.S. Attorney Durham will get to the bottom of this, that Attorney General Barr will get to the bottom of this. And trust me when I tell you, one of the reasons the media, the media is in on this, and the Democrats are so hell-bent on defeating Trump is they don't want him, through his attorney general and through the attorney general's U.S. attorney, to get to the bottom of this. And you understand, if Hillary Clinton had won the presidency, we wouldn't know any of this. None of it. Which makes me wonder how much of this stuff's been going on. This is why I say to young people out there, college students, high school students, graduate students, people in your 20s and 30s, this is why I can never be a leftist, a democratic socialist, or any of that stuff. Do you appreciate your liberty or don't you? Because the Democrat Party has a history that is filled with true evil whether it's slavery or segregation and Jim Crow, 
whether it's now the effort to militarize, not even criminalize, militarize law enforcement, intelligence, prosecutors' offices to do their dirty work. As I speak to you today, Roger Stone doesn't know if he's going to wind up in prison for years. As I speak to you today, Paul Manafort, on separate tax issues, sits in a federal prison and I'm told has had one or two heart attacks. Where's Brennan? Where's Comey? Where's Clapper? Where's Rudolph? I'll be right back. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Mark Levin, the modern voice of the founding fathers. This is the Mark Levin Show. Dial in now at 877-381-3811. You know, I don't like to to jump out of the box too early on these things because facts have a way of catching up with the news. And I certainly don't know the circumstances leading up to the situation. But this shooting in Georgia, did you see this, Mr. Producer? Did you see this, Mr. Call Screener? Well, I want you to look at it. Again, I don't have all the information, but based on just looking at it, this poor guy, this black guy, was killed. He was shot. Now, as I say, I tell you in advance, I don't have all the facts, but there definitely needs to be a very, very serious investigation of this. I'm not trying to jump out front, but this has been on the news for a couple of days now, and I keep watching the video. And uh, as I say, I'm not a grand jury. And I only see the video. Uh, And all of a sudden, he's running across the street, and there's a fight with the driver, and, and he shoots him right in the chest. Um, so maybe something occurred beforehand or whatever, but uh, as I say, there needs to be a very serious, thorough investigation of this. And they've been playing it on television. They've been playing it on television. <sighs> Boy. So we'll see. We shall see. This is why justice needs to be blind, and this is why justice must not be political. This is why justice must pursue and get to the truth. Whether it's a killing, that might be a murder, some other offense, and we expect exactly the same from the top levels of the Federal Bureau of Investigation and our intelligence agencies. 
And the Georgia district attorney in the case, or the attorney general, vows a grand jury review of this. And that's exactly what he should do. It's exactly what he should do. But we had an attack on our government. Within our government. By the Obama administration. I mean, who's president here? Who was president during all this? And how he gets gets clear of this without ever being seriously questioned is amazing to me. Because of our corrupt, crooked media, our Democrat Party media. The media, let's, let me put it to you this way. The media was involved in trying to defeat Trump. And the media was involved and has been involved in trying to overthrow Trump. Trump is right when he calls it the enemy of the people. We need a free press. Not a Democrat Party press. A free press. You know, moms are working way harder than usual this year without a single day off. So here at the Buxco, that's short for bouquets, uh, they've decided to celebrate Mother's Day all month long. And you can put smiles on mom's face each month with their flower subscription and get 30% off plus free shipping every single time. Now, this is very cool. Subscriptions are flexible, so you can pause, switch up delivery dates, or even recipients to cover all your bases. Not into long-term commitments? Try the Gift Trio for three months A beautiful farm-fresh blooms. And boy, do they smell great. Did you know that books are responsibly sourced from some of the greatest flower farms in the world? Even farms on the sides of volcanoes. This, this amazes me. So flowers stay fresher longer. Order any time between now and May 31st to show mom some love and gratitude. Visit books.com slash Levin. That's B-O-U-Q-S, B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash L-E-V-I-N to place your order today. And then they'll ask you for the promo code, Levin again, L-E-V-I-N. If you'd rather just buy one book, that is one bouquet, you can still receive 25% off at checkout. Again, by entering the promo code Levin, L-E-V-I-N. So whatever you choose to do, a subscription-based or one-time-based, you want to include other items with the flowers, just remember the promo code Levin so you get the best discount possible. Now, maybe you can't give Mom a hug right now, but you can brighten her day with the Books Co. That's books.com slash Levin, code Levin. Again, I'll be on Hannity tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time on the Fox News Channel. Obviously, we have a lot to talk about. Now, the President of the United States was asked about this. What took place against Michael Flynn? This, you know, I, I still shake my head after all these years. It's, it's really unbelievable what they tried to do to him, his son, the entire family. These people must pay for this with their own freedom. Or it'll happen again. Cut one, go. The Justice Department has decided to dismiss the case against Michael Flynn. Are you aware of that? Uh, I didn't know that was uh, happening at this moment. Uh, I felt it was going to happen just by watching and seeing like everybody else does. Uh, He was an innocent man. 
He is a uh, great gentleman. He was targeted by the Obama administration, and he was targeted in order to try and take down a president. And what they've done is a disgrace, and I hope a big price is going to be paid. A big price should be paid. There's never been anything like this in the history of our country. What they did, what the Obama administration did, is uh, unprecedented. It's never happened. Never happened. A thing like this has never happened before in the history of our country. And I hope a lot of people are going to pay a big price because they're dishonest, crooked people. They're scum. And I say it a lot. They're scum. They're human scum. This should never have happened in this country. A duly elected president. And they went after him by going after fine people. And those fine people said, no, I'm not going to lie. I can't lie. He's not the only one. There are many of them. And they all said, I can't lie. They could have said something like, oh, make up a lie. Trump loves somebody or something or some country. And they said, no, you wouldn't have any problem. That's what they were trying to do. And it's a disgrace. The Obama administration, Justice Department, was a disgrace. And they got caught. They got caught. Very dishonest people. But much more than this. It's treason. It's treason. And technically it is treason. Cut to go. So I'm very happy for General Flynn. He was a... uh, a great warrior, and he still is a great warrior. Now, in my book, he's an even greater warrior. What happened to him should never happen again. And what happened to this presidency, to go through all of that and still do more than any president has ever done in the first three years, is pretty amazing when you think of it with what we've done with regulations and tax cuts and Second Amendment and all of the things we've done. It's never happened. And until two months ago, we had the greatest economy in history. Unfortunately, we had it like you did in Texas. We had to close it down. But for these people to have done that, I am very proud of General Flynn. I can tell you that right now. Cut three, go. Who would you like to see pay a price for this? Oh, the people should pay a big price for what they've done to this country. They should pay a big price. And uh, their partner, very complicit, is a thing called the media. The media is totally guilty. And all of those writers and so-called journalists, they're not journalists, they're thieves. All of those journalists that received a Pulitzer Prize should be forced to give those Pulitzer Prizes back because they were all wrong. There was no, because if you saw today, more documents came out saying there was absolutely no collusion with Russia. Came out very loud and clear. And they wrote for years because they tried to do a number on the presidency. And this president happened to be me. Pulitzer Prizes should all be returned. Because you know what? They were given out falsely. It was fake news. They're all fake news. Those Pulitzer Prizes should be given back immediately. And the Pulitzer Committee or whoever gives the prizes, uh, they're a disgrace unless they take those prizes back. Because they got Pulitzer Prizes for what turned out to be false stories. And Pulitzer Prizes should be given to the ones that got it right. And I could give you a long list of those names, too. And you know who I'm talking about. That's right. So what happens is they bring in a bunch of Democrat former federal prosecutors in the media, CNN, MSNBC, to trash Trump, to trash the Justice Department, to trash Barr. 
I'll give you an example. Ellie Honig, former federal prosecutor. There must be a zillion former federal prosecutors. There are a dime a dozen. Most of them are know-nothings. I want you to listen to this absolute idiot. And Brooke Baldwin, another idiot. Cut four, go. Ellie Honig, Shimon, stay with me. Thank you, Ellie Honig, former federal prosecutor. I mean, I can I can see the look on Shimon's face just having been in the trenches and covering this story, right, to know that Michael Flynn said, yes, I did it, and he didn't cooperate it, and now they're dropping the case? What no, do you make this of this? Is, this, is, this is a reporter. She doesn't cite any of the documents that have been now uncovered and unsealed. None of them. So her audience is dumb because, they, because of her. They don't know a damn thing about what took place here. Nothing. Nothing. Flynn lied, you know. Flynn didn't lie. He didn't lie the first time they interviewed him, and he didn't lie the second time. He couldn't recall whether he had talked to this guy, how many people, times he talked to him, what they said, and they knew what he said because they were, they were listening in and recording it. So it doesn't bother Brooke Baldwin at all. Not in the least. That rogue operator is within the Federal Bureau of Investigation. After being told by the original agents that there's nothing here, there's nothing to investigate, he didn't lie, let's move on, by by Peter Stroke, no, 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 let's take another whack at this. And after being told by Comey, we want to get in there, there's confusion, you know, talk them down so there's no lawyer involved and everything. They set the guy up, and for Brooke Baldwin, it's no problem. I just hope Brooke Baldwin and her husband and her children aren't treated this way. Or maybe they should be. Then she'd understand. Go ahead. Yeah, Brooke, the fix is in. This is an absolute injustice, but like Shimon says, you could see this coming. But let's Who just the hell is Shimon, for God's sakes? Like Shimon says. What is she, Blackstone? Frankfurter? Oh, like Shimon says. Who the hell is Shimon? And who is this idiot Honig? You know, like Shimon says, it's an absolute injustice. Go ahead. Michael Flynn lied to the FBI. He pled guilty under oath. Hey, jackass. He did not lie to the FBI. And the reason he pled on one count of a false statement. Wow, you would think this guy is Al Capone. He One count on a false statement. Why did he plead? If you watch CNN, you'll never know. Because they were breaking him financially and they were threatening to prosecute his son. Now, any father worth his salt, any father worth his salt would protect his son the way Flynn sought to protect his son. This P.O.S. Honig He was a federal prosecutor. Anybody who's been prosecuted by this guy, you better take a close look at this loser. Go ahead. ...to doing that. He took a plea. And then what does Bill Barr do? He says of all the... Shut up, you idiot. We'll move on to the next idiot. Neil Catalia, former acting solicitor general in the Obama administration. This is what they do. They drag out these hoodlums. I mean, these people were part of an administration that tried to interfere with an election, in fact did, and then tried to overthrow a president before they left town. And so we're going to listen to their acting solicitor general. Can you imagine? Go ahead. 
Yeah, I mean, Nicole, it's not just lies, but admitted lies. Michael Flynn went twice right. before the court and said, I did it. The last time he said, quote, I recognize the actions. They don't I provide did. any of the information I just provided you. Because somebody doesn't just go and plead guilty if they're spending months and months and months fighting. They plead guilty to one count. One count. Maybe it's two of a false statement because they're holding a gun to his head. Put yourself in his position. And then watch TV with these former federal prosecutors. Oh, the former federal prosecutor. Yes. Former federal prosecutor. You know, former federal, they never do anything wrong. These former federal prosecutors, they pay their taxes. They never assault anybody. They never cheat anybody. No, no, they don't even put their pants on one leg at a time. I'll be right back. Lovin. In the next hour, we're going to explore Obama. Obama never liked General Flynn, and there he is in the meeting. Turns out Obama knew a whole lot about what they were doing to General Flynn. And we will explore this in the next hour. Now, I have no illusions that the media will pursue this or that McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate will pursue this. So I'll continue to do what I always do behind this microphone, as I did on March 2nd, behind this microphone. March 2nd, 2017. When I told you that Mr. Uh, Trump's was, was uh, being spied on. And he was. If you're a homeowner who's been focused on your budget, focused on your future, and focused on finding the right option to save money, I have something for you to consider, a mortgage refinance. You see, mortgage refinancing allows you to take out a new, more favorable loan. You're simply replacing what you have with something better. It's a strategic approach that makes sense for a lot of people, especially when you consider this pandemic is going to drag on. So make today the day you call the good people at American Finance. It's not just any company. This is a family-owned company. They have standards, they have morals, and they want to help you. And you can learn about your options. They're not going to put you into a new mortgage unless it can financially benefit you. They're not going to charge upfront fees either. It really is an experience focused on you. So call now for your free mortgage review. You've got nothing to lose, and you may even be able to postpone two mortgage payments. 888-900-1828 is their number. 888-900-1828. Or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. As they point out, they is actually he, Greg Ray, does a great job at the uh, Fox News site. Uh, President Obama was aware of the details of then incoming national security advisor Michael Flynn's intercepted December 2016 phone calls with the Russian ambassador Sergei Kislyak, apparently shocking then Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, according to documents released, and we read them to you. Obama's unexpectedly intimate knowledge of the details of Flynn's calls, which the FBI said at the time were not criminal in nature, 
raised eyebrows because of his own history with Flynn. Obama personally had warned the Trump administration against hiring Flynn and made clear he was not a fan, according to multiple officials. Obama fired Flynn as head of the Defense Intelligence Agency in 2014. How do you like that? Biden also stayed behind when Obama asked Comey to stay behind and Yates to stay behind. Biden did too. I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, documents that had been under lock and key for a long, long time. That Democrats and Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee had voted that once they're declassified, they would be released because they didn't expect them to be declassified, had been declassified. And Adam Schiff was sitting on them, but the pressure became too great and he started to release some of them. And as they release them, we will go through them very, very carefully. But what we understand is that the documents demonstrate that Adam Schiff knew there was no Russia collusion, even while he was going on TV and lying to the American people that he had hard evidence of Russia collusion. Now, shouldn't a man like that be expelled from the United States Congress? But never, because he is... Nancy Pelosi's lapdog. The left doesn't like it when you say lapdog, but he's a lapdog. He does her dirty work. The truth doesn't matter. Now, if you're an independent and you're relatively objective, you should be looking at all this and be deeply concerned about what's taken place. What's taken place at the FBI and the CIA, the DNI? What's taken place at the FISA court? In the media, you should be very, very concerned. You should be concerned that Adam Schiff knew that there was no Russia collusion. But he sought to impeach the president based on that. They didn't have enough, apparently, to move the ball. So then they quickly shifted to Ukraine. Now, you don't have to get into the weeds and understand every aspect and every witness and every point to to understand that no president in American history has been treated like this. Some have been treated very, very badly. But no president has been treated like this. He hasn't done anything wrong. I wonder how many members of Congress have had, they had a special counsel investigating every aspect of their lives. I wonder how many of them would make it. 
with a clean bill of health? Let me suggest very few. Very few. Very few. And Nancy Pelosi should pay a price for this. Adam Schiff, Gerald Nadler, Chuck Schumer, and all the other reprobates for what they've done to this country. It's not good enough, you see, for them to duke it out on the field of politics. They want to drag politicians they don't agree with or candidates don't agree with into a gulag. Into a gulag. Truly disgusting when you have an innocent man like this treated this way. First of all, they're all innocent men. Trump's innocent. Flynn's innocent. Papadopoulos didn't do anything wrong. Carter Page, Roger Stone. Paul Manafort's certainly innocent of any Russia collusion. That was the pretext they used against him. That was the pretext they used against him. There was no reason to investigate the President of the United States. The investigation of the President was illegal. It was illegal. They put spies in the Trump campaign. They leaked to the press. They were unmasking Trump supporters. They falsified documents. Falsified documents. And of course, they committed fraud against the FISA court. And meanwhile, they impeached Donald Trump, who's the victim. Who's the victim? And they're ready for another group of investigations of the coronavirus. Apparently, they're done hiding under their desks. And they've come back to conduct investigations. You people who, who are concerned about Donald Trump's tweets, you better get a hold of yourselves. And you better grow up fast. Because this isn't about tweets, is it? This is about the future of your country. And you can see the same thing with some of these blue state governors and a few of these Republican governors like Hogan in Maryland. They like power, lots and lots of power. And they want you to think that what they're doing is prudential and virtuous. It's not prudential and virtuous. They're destroying people. They're destroying people. They've committed their own virus, an economic virus. And it's a disgusting disgrace. So we know tonight that we have a smoking gun document that Barack Obama knew more than anybody has told us before. He's no more than anybody has told us before. And this piece in the uh, Fox News has it exactly right. And Sally Yates, who was a hack herself, was absolutely shocked. Obama knew details of wiretapped Flynn phone calls, surprising top DOJ official in meeting with Biden. And if he knew that, he had to know more. Didn't he, ladies and gentlemen? Well, what did he know? Oh, we don't know. Nobody asks him. Nobody asks him. But the language in the document that I'm focusing on is the document Susan Rice wrote to herself. Stick with me on this, 
because the backbenchers will be there tomorrow. So stick with me now so you'll know it first. This is what she wrote on January 20, 2017 at 12.15 p.m. after Donald Trump had just been inaugurated president of the United States. President Obama began the conversation. This is, again, the January 5th meeting. Biden, Obama, Yates, Comey, Brennan, Clapper. The mob. Obama began the conversation by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue is handled by the intelligence and law enforcement communities by the book. His continued commitment. Well, if you're in a meeting and you're writing about this in hindsight, continued commitment means he knew a lot more. How many more meetings were there? How many more conversations were there? I know they don't care at the New York Times. Maggie Haberman could care less. I know they don't care at the Washington Compost. Dan No Balls could care less. And all the rest of them. Today is the day they start trashing the president, trashing Barr, trashing Flynn. And this will be the, uh, the group think and the PAC mentality. And this is what you're going to hear. I want you to listen to this sentence again. By Susan Rice, President Obama began the conversation by stressing his continued commitment to ensuring that every aspect of this issue is handled, blah, blah, blah. His continued commitment, meaning he was committed to this before. It was committed to this before. By the way, I'm sick of former federal prosecutors. Because they're a dime a dozen. Some are good, some are not good. Some are thoughtful, some are not thoughtful. You got uh, in the House and the Senate, you got former federal prosecutors, some of them are true uh, reprobates. The president stressed, she writes, that he is not asking about, initiating, or instructing anything from a law enforcement perspective. See, here she knew that now the Trump people were coming in, and God knows what they're going to find. God knows what they're going to find. He reiterated that our law enforcement team needs to proceed as it normally would by the book. Well, why would he have to say that? Why would you be in a meeting and say, proceed by the book, follow the book? There's no need to say, follow the book, if you're following the book. I'll be right back. Lovin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. 
All right, I'll be on Hannity tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Yes, we know there's a coronavirus, and yes, we know the economy's tanking. And I would ask these governors, particularly these blue state governors, let our people go. That's enough already. And I'm following the science. I'm following some genius scientists and statisticians and epidemiologists. They're saying enough is enough. We know who gets very ill and dies from this virus for the most part. Protect them and let the rest of us live. And live our lives. And I say that as somebody who's at least theoretically vulnerable. Heart disease. I got three stents in my chest. I've had a heart attack. Bypass surgery. Nine angioplasties. Not anything lightly. I'm in good shape relatively. And asthma. And the liberals out there saying, yes, drop dead. Well, so can they. We're all going to go at some point. Can't hang on forever. That's a fact, Jack. That much I know. In fact, I have to travel on Friday. I I hope my kids aren't listening. They get very upset. I have to travel on Friday. I need to check out a relative who I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, the relative needs me to see him. And so I'm going to on Friday. And uh, Ben Ferguson will be here, and that's tomorrow. And because I won't be here Friday, let me encourage you to watch Life, Liberty, and Levin Sunday night, back to its regular time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We have the House Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy. And we have Representative Lee Zeldin, a combat veteran. We talk about the economy and the virus, and we talk a lot about China, and we talk a lot about Pelosi and her fascistic tactics, because that's exactly what they are. In her heart of hearts, and I want this to be recorded and spread all over the country for the reprobates that run these left-wing websites. In her heart of hearts, Nancy Pelosi is fascistic. And she's losing her mind, in my humble opinion. Losing her mind. She does a very good imitation, I think, of uh, Joe Biden, you might say. Very good imitation. You know, when you look at the left, you can see what they've done here, what they've done to this president, what they've done to people around him, what they've done to Mr. Flynn. You can see how they try to destroy the Fox News channel. You can see how they try to destroy conservative talk radio. They are, at heart, totalitarians. When I hear Chuck Todd... And his ilk go on about a freedom of the press. They don't know anything about freedom of the press. They're blowhards, that's all. They think freedom of the press means that they can destroy news operations. And apparently the corporations that hire these people have no problem with it. No problem with it at all. I guess they feel like they're covered from them. You know, they're protected. Well, let's see here. Let us go to, give me a second, Nancy, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the great WPHT, go. Is it for me, Nancy? It's for you, Nancy. 
Good evening, Mark. I'm Nancy, the lawyer from Philly. You know, Philly, where the uh, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution was signed. I've been there many times. I've been right there at the uh, at the hall as well, Independence yeah. Hall. You grew up near Elkins Park. In so, Elkins Park. Let, let, let's. I actually wanted to speak to you last night, but um, I could t- I could say so much. But let me just run down a little list of uh, traitors from Philly in history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody remember Benedict Arnold, mm-hmm. Aaron Burr, Alger Hiss, J. Edgar Hoover? They're not all from Philly. Uh, the Rosenbergs? Excuse me. J. Edgar Hoover looks like a patriot compared to J. Edgar Comey. Well, look it up online. Uh, Google lists Jane Fonda as the most famous traitor in the world. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, when, when I hear people say... I think, I think Adam Schiff is at the top. Well, yeah, he's he's a, a new one. I don't think he's on the list yet at Google. Right. Um, but, you know, so when I hear people say this has never happened before, it's unprecedented, mm-hmm. it's not true. Look up the history, what happened to Thomas Jefferson when he was the third president of the United States, the drafter of the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. okay? So I, I wanted to respond uh, to some of the calls you received mm-hmm. about the confusion that people seem to have about, well, how is it? that, you know, Cuomo could send people to nursing homes when they're ill? How mm-hmm. is it that uh, people could be jammed onto subway cars? How is it that the uh, head of China mm-hmm. had all their Chinese New Year celebrations knowing that this virus was around? You know, it's the year 2020, Mark. 2020 vision is considered perfect vision. Mm-hmm. People need to take the blinders off of their eyes and see the truth of what's going on. Good people and foolish people, you know, like the four sons at uh, Passover who asked the four questions, there's really four kinds of people. You know, people who are good people at good people at heart, not like Nancy Pelosi, who you said in her heart of hearts, I don't know if that woman even has a heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, People need to take the blinders off their eyes, and good people can't even fathom evil. This is a mm-hmm. war between good versus evil, and that is not new in history, and it's also not new in Star Wars. Same thing. You have some evil empires. In Star right? Wars? Okay. Yeah, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, I say resist the resistance. Star Wars, I like the analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people really need to start seeing the truth for what it is. The truth can be very, very painful, but ultimately it will set you free. And aren't you the uh, the author of Life, Liberty, and Levin? I'm the host. You know, I'm the author of Liberty and Tyranny. And so I'm the daughter of a Holocaust survivor. I mm-hmm. have a different perspective right away, right mm-hmm. away on mm-hmm. what was happening. In addition to which, I'm a cancer survivor. Oh, and boy. cancer tried to kill me brutally for 10 straight years. I'm only here by a miracle. That's what my medical records say, by the grace of God. Okay? Well, God bless you, ma'am, and be well. Be well. Your family's been through it. I appreciate you calling. The Tribune at a website, San Luis Obispo.com, Exclusive 1996 court document confirms Tara Reid told of harassment in Biden's office. I'm just reading what it says here. 
The San Luis Obispo County Court filing is the first official public record confirming she made allegations at the time. A court document from 1996 shows former Senate staff retiree told her ex-husband she was sexually harassed while working for Joe Biden in 1993. The declaration exclusively obtained by the Tribune in San Luis Obispo, California, does not say Biden committed the harassment, nor does it mention Reed's more recent allegation of sexual assault. Reed's then-husband, Theodore Dronin, wrote the court declaration. Dronin at the time was contesting a restraining order. Reed filed against him. Days after he filed divorce, Superior Court records say. But the point is this. It's a 1996 document, three years after she alleges she was raped by Biden, in which she says she told her ex-husband she was sexually harassed while working for Joe Biden in 1993. I'm sure the media will run with that. I'll be back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. People talk about the Tea Party. We are the Tea Party. Call in now, 877-381-3811. I'll tell you what. These are a bunch of gangsters. They really are. And the media leads the pack. The media are corrupt and dishonest filled with Democrats and left-wing activists. You do understand, as I've said before, this president, Donald Trump, stands between us and the left, which is why he takes all the heat. Let's take a look. Let's go to Chet Gainesville, Florida, the great WSKY. Go. Go ahead, Chet. Hey, how you doing, Mark? Uh, I just want to thank you for all you do. Uh, I mean, you're a great American. Everybody tells you that. But, thank you, uh, thank you. You mentioned a little while ago that of all the you know parties that were uh, interfering with our election, you were most disturbed about the interference by the Obama administration. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree with you more. But I just want to remind people about that Lois Lerner uh, IRS uh, stuff. You know, with the uh, you know kneecapping the opposition when he was running for re-election. And you're right. Before this was the most egregious thing I could think of. And I mean, it was a it was a Russian interference. It was nothing but a smokescreen to keep people from seeing the real boogeyman in terms of election interference. Well, there was Russian interference. So what did Obama do about it? It was insignificant compared to you know shutting down all the Tea Party and the PACs and all the 
you know, conservative, you know, if, if your point is that it is a far graver danger to have internal tyranny than external tyranny, you're exactly right. Uh, and, but I think people should know it because it's not just a one incident. It's a pattern. It's mm-hmm. a pattern. You know, one time, hey, you know, it's an accident, you know, but still, I mean, come on. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, it's just unfortunate that we have this uh, cancel culture now where they're afraid to even put out the ideas and let people decide, you know, do I want to go this way or that way? They want to shut it down so that there's only one way to go their way. And that's the real danger, uh, you know, with this, uh, you know, totally co-opted press and uh you just keep up the good fight do the work you do uh i want to thank you for the the clarity and the perspective and the the insight that you bring to these issues uh you know the historical context that you're doing well my friend i appreciate it chet you're causing me to blush i appreciate that let's continue cindy mountain view california the great ksfo go Hi, uh, Mark. About this uh, General Flynn development, Mm -hmm. this has totally destroyed my last shred of trust in any federal agency like the FBI. That's the first point. And I am terrified as a regular person. Mm -hmm. If they can take down General Flynn, I don't have a chance. That's the problem, isn't it? It is. What what about this? If they can take down a president of the United States, then what's our chance? That's exactly right. Thank God for uh, Sidney Powell that she knows Mm -hmm. her way around a legal thing. And the thing is, you are all about the truth, is you you don't carry any water for Roger Stone, but you gave him a fair shake. You saw that as a citizen he was being treated wrong and illegal. And the thing is, you look at Kavanaugh's situation, how they twisted his thing. Now you look at the Tara Reid thing. They're corrupting those allegations to fit their, their, uh, their purpose. They're mobsters. These are mobsters. Uh, the ends justify the means. This is really a... Uh, I've said many times before, this, what you're looking at with this uh, ideology now, this radical progressive statist ideology, this is the progeny of uh, Marxism. This is, this is soft Marxism, and they're getting more and more aggressive over time. doesn't mean they embrace every element of Marx, but they embrace it uh, uh, pretty much. And um, they want to fundamentally transform America as Marx wanted to fundamentally transform human beings. And so uh, they reject the Declaration. If you read their intellectuals uh, from 100 years ago or more, they reject the Declaration. They object the principles in the Declaration. They reject the Constitution and its limits. And this is why their hero, their great hero, is Franklin Roosevelt. He did more damage to the Constitution than virtually any president I can think of. In fact, more than any president that I can think of. They give him a pass for rounding up Japanese Americans. They give him a pass for sicking the IRS on his political opponents. They give him a pass for shutting down newspapers. They give him a pass for sending Jews back to Nazi Germany, many of whom died. They give him a pass on everything. Why? Because he was a big-time statist, and he turned this country inside out. He extended the Depression over a 10-year period, which gave him the ability to do all these things he wanted to do. I mean, these are tyrants. That's what they are. I, I agree. I completely agree with you. I'm rereading Liberty and Tyranny, and you, you are so spot on. And what I have to say is us regular people, it's really frightening because there will come a day when it happens to us. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Thank you for your call very much. Very well spoken. 
Charles, Gainesville, Florida, the great WSKY. Go. This is Charles in uh, Gainesville. How are you? I'm good. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, this this deal with Michael Flynn, this is just totally unacceptable. The, the, what they're trying to do to the president, they, they all that should be reversed. He should be cleared of everything. And this Pelosi, she should be fired because she's not doing her job. She's well, well, it doesn't work that way. She's elected from San Francisco. She's got a majority vote in the House. She should be expelled. But you'll never get the number of people to expel her because they got a majority in the House. So she's a dictator. Yes. She's a speaker. She's, she's, she's running the show. And, and, she's, and, and she's destroying the House rules and regulations and traditions, too. She could care less. Yes, sir. And, and it's such a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, my, my heart was in my throat before I got on the show with you. <laughs> Don't worry. We, we need you, Mr. Levin. We need well. you for what you do. And if we do not do something, this is just it, it, it's going to it's just going to go. And, 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 and it's just going to just. The, the well, United we'll States. keep fighting and we got to get this man reelected president of the United States. Otherwise, we're in really a deep hole. There's no question about it. If the media and the Democrats and all the rest of their surrogates succeed in this, uh, we got a huge problem, a huge, huge problem. We got to show them that not only won't they succeed, but we will defeat them. All right, my friend, let's take another call. Thank you, Charles. Emily, Fort Washington, Maryland, the great WMAL. Go, Emily. Hi, um, really pleasure talking to you tonight, Mark. And I Thank you. just want to, I'm looking forward to seeing the commercials uh, for Trump that uh, lay out when uh, Obama, as well as Biden, they ha- they're on tape saying that they were the proudest of the fact that they never even had a smidgen. Of, no scandal? Uh, no. Of course not. Here in those commercials. They never had any scandals. No, the media <laughs> will agree with them. Of course they did. The IRS, Fast and Furious, and of course all of this. Who the hell was president? Mm-hmm. It's an amazing okay. thing. The only person who didn't know all this was going on was Barack Obama. Now we know there's not. We have a smoking gun now. Yeah, that's beautiful what you were playing tonight. That was beautiful. It's not that. even a smoking gun. It's a smoking, as I said, Gatlin gun. Right. That's for sure. But all right, I'm- Emily. Thank you. You live in a very nice part of the country. It's too bad your governor is Hogan and the Democrats run the damn place. Just a thought. Scott, Miami, Florida, on the Mark Levin app. Go. Yes, uh, good evening, Mr. Levin. You know, it's time for America to go back to work. This coronavirus has already destroyed America's economy. Uh, America right now is in a second great depression with more than 30 million unemployed Americans. I agree. has already surpassed the uh, Great Depression of the 1930s. Further. By the way, did you see what this jerk Cuomo's doing? He's taxing volunteers, as I pointed out yesterday, who came to New York to help people, and he's taxing the Good Samaritan group. Uh, that is a religious-affiliated group that set up their own hospital and was helping people, uh, and, and he's taxing them. Kind of a, what kind of a... Well, well, I, should we be surprised when he's pushing coronavirus-positive patients into nursing homes? This guy's a nut job, this Cuomo. Absolute buffoon. He's a communist, and uh, I'd like to also say that trillions have gone to Wall Street while, unfortunately, Main Street has gotten crumbs. And furthermore, Wall Street, what bothers me, Mr. Levin, is Wall Street is rigged. It does not reflect Main Street. Wall Street is propped up by... Where's the all this Wall Street stuff coming from? Wall Street doesn't bother me. No, but Wall Street... I don't even know who's on Wall Street. Paul, Wall Street is propped up by the Federal Reserve, which is controlled by international Jewish bankers. That's ah, you got through. Here's the thing. Can I tell you something, Scott? 
If I ever meet you, remind me who you are. Okay, Scott? Well, I, in other words, I can't say... I, no, I want you to listen to me. If I ever meet you, Scott, remind me who you are and say that to my face. Because you're a tough guy with your phone. You have no idea who I am, nothing about me. But when I meet you, you remind me who you are. You did this to Rudy Giuliani the other day, who's a great host on WABC. You've tried to get into this show for years. You're a Jew-hating neo-Nazi, and I'd love nothing more than to meet you face-to-face, you puke. I'll be right back. in. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. All right, let's see here. I'm trying to find my call screen again, Mr. Here we go. Let us go to Brian, Las Vegas, Nevada, the great K-Don. K-D-W-N, go. Mark. Yes, sir. Is there a situation, if, we, if the dominoes continue to fall, and we find out that the Mueller investigation and chief, if that all drops tomorrow, is there a scenario where the uh, impeachment of the president could be rescinded? Because it's all based on fault, faulty information. I, I don't know that you can rescind an impeachment. But I guess if the Democrats can play loose and fast, I suppose a future Congress, that is a future House, can make such an effort. But I'm not, I'm not sure you actually have the ability to rescind an impeachment. I don't know about that. Yeah, I've never heard any... Anything one way or the other. That's what I wanted to ask. The House, you. the House in the past has censored uh, judges and others, and uh, that has been rescinded. I think they pulled that on Andrew Jackson, as a matter of fact, and it was rescinded or it was reversed. Impeachment? I'm not so sure. I don't believe that's ever been tried. But what the hell? Why not? Why not look at this? What? We live in tyrannical times, don't we? Yes, we do, and it's another incentive to win the House and the Senate back. Get out there and fight, people. Yeah, well, our liberty is a great incentive, don't you think? You better believe it. I mean, this Nancy Pelosi, the only way to beat her is to elect Republicans in your own district so she's not the Speaker anymore. I mean, she can barely speak anyway. They shouldn't call her the Speaker of the House. They should call her the Mumbler of the House, don't you think? (laughs) I agree totally, yes. All right, my friend. And by the way, she's missing those. May I say, I, I, just an observation. I could be wrong. These Botox shots. I, maybe she's not taking it. Or I've said it's, it's uh, you know, mashed potatoes or, or applesauce or something's going on there. 
She's starting to look more and more like John F. Kerry, and that's pretty frightening, I think. And of course, I say this with all due respect, sir. I hope not to be misunderstood. All right, thank you for your call. Let us continue. Uh, Don, Nashville, Tennessee, XM Satellite. Don, go right ahead, sir. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh. Mark? Yes. This is Don from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I well, so appreciate you taking the call. You got it. I was it. calling in reference to General Flynn. He mm-hmm. was a patriot, an American hero to me. Amen. I fought in Vietnam. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, I was I was hoping that he would have some recourse and 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 file lawsuits against those that were in the bottom Obama administration. Well, let me tell you, uh, I would suggest a civil lawyer at some point take a close look at this, civil litigator, uh, because I don't disagree with you. I think particularly Peter Stroke, but there may be others as well, because the evidence is all there. This was a setup. Uh, They sought to destroy him. They sought to get him fired. They sought to put him in prison. Just think about this. Uh, And uh, and they and he lost, you know, his life savings and more, including his home. So yes, I would look at any uh, any potential uh, case against these people. And if I were Judge uh, Sullivan, of course I'm not. Emmett Sullivan ought to look at this and what took place in his courtroom. The uh, denial of Brady violations, clearly there were Brady violations, that is, you have uh, public officials um, withholding information and abusing their authority, uh, they, can be, uh, they can be charged, and a judge has the power to hold people in contempt. Uh, I don't know what went on in this courtroom, but uh, hopefully he'll, uh, he's done it in the past under other circumstances, and hopefully he'll do the same thing here. These these prosecutors should never get a government check again. Should never get a government check again. They should not be, uh, they should not have the, uh, the authority of a federal prosecutor. There's enormous power these prosecutors have. All right, Don, you're a good man. Thank you for your call, my friend. Let's go to Donna. Frederick, Maryland. That's like the last Republican spot in that whole state, pretty much. The great WMAL, Go. Hi, Mark. I just wanted to say, you know, with today being National Prayer Day, I think Mm -hmm. we were blessed not only with uh, General Flynn's exoneration, but with what happened with Shelley down there in Texas. And uh, I hope that continues because we've got an uphill battle if it doesn't. And my question to you is, and I know you don't have a crystal ball, but if your gut or your intuition or your legal expertise, do you feel like we will finally, we have rounding a corner and we'll finally see justice in the end well i think we're lucky to have a tremendous attorney general and i think he has enormous faith in the u.s attorney from connecticut durham and if anyone can get to the bottom of that duo can so let me put it to you that way and they're at least making a strong effort to do exactly that donna thank you all right i'll see you in one half hour on fox at 9 30 p.m eastern We salute all you heroes out there. I want to thank you very, very much. It's a good day for justice. It'd be a better day if these men who did this and these women who did this wind up in orange suits in a federal prison. See you in a little bit. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.